Hello, 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 everybody. KDC here, back again with another episode. Want to talk about today, are we really compelling men to come to Christ? Are we really compelling men, boys and girls to come to Christ? So often we quote the scripture over in Jeremiah, where it talks about with thy love and kindness have I drawn thee. But are we really compelling people with the love of Christ? You know, it does talk about over in the New Testament that God is love. Are we really compelling with love? So many times we have people come visiting the church or if you, you know, have a religious function that's, you know, been extended to the community. We, we, we begin to judge people. So what? Their, their dress is too tight. But we're not concerned so much about the outfit. We should be concerned about the soul. But yet and still, we, we turn our nose up. Ooh, girl, why she got that on? The men looking. Yeah, man, she easy. Bet you I could get that. But we're not concerned about her soul. She could have came to that function with the very mindset of committing suicide when she got back home. And that was the icing on the cake. Are we really compelling? Are we really compelling? If we look at in the Bible, John Chapter 8, dealing with the woman that was caught in the middle of an act of adultery. In, in the scripture, it talks about where Jesus said unto them, He who is without sin, cast the first stone. And I, in the scripture, it talks about Jesus began to, he stooped down and began to write in, in the dirt. And I, I can just imagine with, you know, looking within my creative mind, the more they accuse and tempt Jesus or attempt to try Jesus to condemn her, the more Jesus begins to write out their own afflictions, their own acts that were not pleasing unto God. And it talks about in, in the parable how after a while, the, the men got convicted to the point that there was nobody left but Jesus and the woman. And so he posed the question to her, asking her, where are the men that condemn you? Where, where, where are your accusers? Where is everybody else that had something to say about everything that they don't like that you're doing? Where, where, where are they at? Where did they go? The very people that look at everything that you're doing wrong and they want to point the finger. And she responded, and I'm, of course I'm paraphrasing, they're not here. And so Jesus went on to basically say that neither did he condemn her.
He could have very well openly rebuked her in front of all of those people. But see, what good would that have done? Yes, she may have been wrong. Yes, she may have been living a life that was displeasing unto God. And under the law of Moses, it was set for her to be stoned. But what good would that have done? Because she was still a soul that was lost, needing to be saved. The Bible said that we all have sinned and come short of the glory. So what about my my shortcomings? What about your shortcomings? I haven't always done it right. I haven't always had it all together. What if? If we look at over in Joshua chapter 2, the story of Rahab. When she hid Joshua in his spies, Rahab was a prostitute. And of of course, you know, they, they could have passed judgment going in the prostitute house. But she opened her doors and allowed them to stay. And the only thing that she asked in return was that they spare her and her family's life. Rahab could have very well given them up. Being that at that time, the, the people were looking for them. And in concern of her own life, in fear of her own death and her family's death, she could have very well said that they in there in the closet. Yep, they ran in here. They, they back there hiding in the back room. But no, that's not what she did. She hid them. Are we really compelling? So many times in the body of Christ, we've gotten so tired of People that we forget about ministry. We forget about the soul that's still at stake. You're so busy judging me that you can't even offer me salvation. <laughs> you, you can't even... Tell me what God has done because you're so busy with your nose turned up, whispering and talking. Are we really compelling? This is not the season to be tired. This is not the season to be judgmental. It's not about accolades. There are so many people that are longing for God. That are longing for his word. There are so many people that are hurting. But if we, if we are not willing to go to them. Sometimes we're the only church. We're the only Bible that somebody's going to know. But if I'm walking around with my head up so high and tooted up, 
How am I ever going to see or reach that person? We've gotten so high and mighty. I haven't always done it right. I haven't always lived a life or done things that was pleasing unto God. But it's not for me to put my things in a closet and act like I'm so brand new. Yes, it talks about in 2 Corinthians that he that is within Christ is a new creature. But that doesn't mean that. I'm better than you. No, that's that. I've learned a lesson. I've lived those things. I can use my situation to be a witness, to be encouragement unto you. I've been there, done that. I know how you feel. I know where you are. Are we compelling? So what? You you went back, you did this. More times than I can even count. But at the end of the day, am I still trying to encourage you? Or have I gotten tired and I just decided I'm going to block you and, it, and just block all your messages? And when you walk up to me and I see you, I'm going to ignore you like I don't see you or hear you talking to me. Because I've gotten tired of you. Are we really being the light that people see? We don't always have to say or do anything. Sometimes if we walk upright and we have love in our hearts and people see the love of God, they'll see God and they'll be compelled to change. Just by us being the example God will begin to work in their lives. Let us be the light. Let us be compelling people. It not, it's not about getting tired. Put your feelings and your opinions in your pocket. It's time to do the work. There are too many lost souls falling by the wayside. Time out. It's all about salvation. That soul. How can they ever be healed or delivered if you don't even want to walk over and talk to them? You won't even look their way and smile. Are we really compelling?